This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton Global Youth Program. Hello, and welcome to Future of the Business World, the podcast featuring teenage entrepreneurs from around the world. I'm Diana Drake with the Wharton Global Youth Program at the Wharton School, University of Pennsylvania. Campus is energized right now with the start of a new university semester, and our team at Global Youth has been thinking and talking about all the high school students we met during our summer programs, online courses, and competitions. I first learned about the innovative spirit of today's guest when I read her comment on a Global Youth article about pursuing careers that combine finance with social good. On July 5th, 2023 at 4.27 a.m. Eastern Time, which was late afternoon in Shanghai, China, Christina Kay wrote, quote, I see finance as a powerful vehicle for social transformation. Finance can be a bridge, transferring resources from places of abundance to areas of need. That commenter, Christina Kantamikalu, believes deeply in the synergy of finance and social impact, so much so that she has started her own enterprise, GenVision. Christina, thanks for joining us on Future of the Business World. Thank you so much for reaching out and for having me. I'm super excited. As just mentioned, we first met you this summer during our Comment and Win contest, which, by the way, you dominated. Just for background, the contest invites high school students worldwide to comment on Wharton Global Youth content around specific themes. I want to congratulate you on your wins each round and your champion status as the co-grand prize winner. So congratulations on that. Thank you. It was a great learning experience and opportunity to connect with so many people. In that comment I mentioned earlier, you alluded to Gen Vision, and I made a quick note to ask you more. And a few months later, here we are. So I'm excited to get started. So you're from both Greece and China. Can you tell us about your background and your life? Where do you go to school and what sparked your interest in business and sustainability? Certainly. So I'm a senior at Shanghai American School, and I've lived in the city practically almost my whole life. So as a half Greek, half Chinese girl going to an American school, I've really had exposure to so many different perspectives, which has been so great. And, you know, growing up, one of my favorite things was visiting Greece every summer. We would go to our hometown called Legrena, and it was just you know, what you imagine Greece on one of those postcards. There were like beautiful beaches and just euphoric memories. But one really pivotal moment to me was one summer when I was on the road arriving at Legrena. And I just remember when I arrived at the beach, it wasn't the Greece that I remembered. There was so much plastic just washed up to the shores You know, the beach was completely empty and I didn't really understand the cause and I didn't need to understand the cause to know that, you know, this was a result of human apathy. So this really made me upset and I decided to take action and I rallied all my cousins, my relatives, my parents, and we practically broke the printer of printing so many posters and putting them up across the village. And long story short, that led to one of the biggest ocean cleanups that our village has ever seen. And we had hundreds of people, I think over 300 people and five huge bags at the end of the day. And even tourists who didn't know what was going on, they were helping out. And what is really important about this to me is that like no one believed that a little girl could do this. 
but what I had was hope. You know, I really learned the power of initiative through this. And I think that's the core of business and entrepreneurship. It stems from a vision that is materialized by taking the step to solve problems and implement solutions that last. So essentially, GenVision, my organization now, as so gracefully introduced, is a culmination of my background and the exposure and curiosity that came from that. So it's really about seeing the the opportunities in these challenges. And we aim not just to patch problems, but to understand them and share. And reflecting back on my experience in Greece, what mattered was not really the pieces that we picked up from the ocean, but the stories that would carry on and the people that we inspired and the impact we were able to create from our collective vision. Amazing. It sounds like a wonderful experience and and certainly a starting point, a launching point for you. How old were you? I was only 10 years old. Oh, wow. So that's wonderful. So we have come a long way and I'm excited to talk about GenVision, knowing that it has that really strong foundation. Part of your mission statement, before we get into too many of the details, is that you seek to champion global citizenship. So I'm mm-hmm. curious about that concept. What does it mean to you to be a global citizen? And how is global citizenship important to entrepreneurship and innovation? So global citizenship to me means transcending borders and really understanding our our connections, our interconnectedness. And being a global citizen means keeping an open mind to the intricacies that build our world and to see them as opportunities to connect and empathize with one another. And this can, you know, manifest into collaborating across borders and different cultures. And I think this is increasingly important, especially with the trends of globalization, you know, but with this growth comes the responsibility. Like, with all these interconnected problems, we need to take an interconnected approach and work collectively to solve these problems. But in my opinion, to progress, we must understand our place in the world. And this is especially crucial for entrepreneurship because innovation often stems from not just understanding, but also challenging perspectives. And this is what I've seen with the growth of GenVision. You know, through our collaboration, we create synergies. And if you think about it, some of the greatest entrepreneurs, the greatest inventions, the greatest businesses, they were really a manifestation of voices, experiences, and ideas. So what exactly is GenVision, and when did you start it? So it started as just initiatives that I was doing. I didn't name it GenVision in the start. It was actually called something else where it was more focused on impact investing and sustainable finance. And eventually this led into GenVision. I kind of rebranded about more than a year ago, almost two years, I think. And it started out as an impact fund because I was so inspired by the concept of this and through my endeavors as well. But, you know, through our impact fund, I realized that there's so much power in just sharing our voice. Like I I felt the most inspired, not when I was, you know, directly transferring the money, but actually actively supporting these young entrepreneurs and sharing ideas, creating synergies. So that's what led us to really develop as this comprehensive platform for young people to have a voice. So now we create educational resources, post on our blog, and we also um, 
have our upcoming council. So we have a lot of new things that we're waiting to develop. But at the core, we're really just a community. We're a movement, if you will. Gen Vision at its core seems to be about youth-led problem solving. Would you agree? Tell us more about it. For sure. So we really are trying to take an innovative approach because evidently there are so many problems in the world, but we don't see that they're being solved effectively. You know, we're halfway through uh, the halfway through when we first initiated the sustainable development goals, and yet we're still lacking behind in our progress. So what we aim to do is instead of taking a reactive approach, which is what a lot of organizations do nowadays, which is really commendable that they're doing this aid, but we should not leave this as a mess for humanitarian aid and charity to clean up. I think we need to take action as young people to be proactive because it's our future that we're really impacting by our actions. And when you say we, who do you mean? Do you have a group of students that you work with? Yeah, so Gen Vision, we have people from all across the world, you know, from Europe, from the Americas, from Asia, which makes it difficult with time zones, but we've come around that and through our really just passion and excitement for our mission, we've been able to collaborate. And we're mainly comprised of young people from across the world, but we also collaborate with other stakeholders, with big organizations. And I think it's through this collaboration that really drives change. What is impact investing? So impact investing is a form of investing where you are not only trying to generate financial returns, but at the same time, make a positive impact. So there's a common misconception, in my opinion, where people think that, you know, if you're trying to make a positive impact with your investments, that will sacrifice your returns. But data has increasingly shown that these two concepts are not mutually exclusive and can actually even increase returns. There have been studies on that. So I think it's really fascinating that we can actually use finance for social good. And it just really goes to show that there are so many different ways that we can make our change in the world. And it's a really it's really a matter of finding our abilities to do so and seeing where we fit. So I want to know a little bit more about the Gen Vision Impact Fund. The way I understand it is that you pool funds to finance impact-driven ESG organizations and aspiring entrepreneurs globally and provide educational resources on impact investing. Can you tell us more about this? What are the ways you see finance creating social and environmental impact? For sure. So through all of my endeavors as a child, also as a Girl Scout for eight years, one key observation I found is that young people are so innovative. They have so many ideas, but not the resources to materialize them. So essentially, I came up with this concept um, through my experiences and also with the inspiration of essentially the founder of, uh, you know, microfinance, who is Muhammad Yunus. I learned about him and what he's doing, supporting these entrepreneurs in developing countries and giving them the opportunity. So all of these experiences and learning these stories inspired me to create uh, the impact fund. So what we do is we fundraise 
money from online events, in-person events, collaborations, and then we pool them together and allocate them to young people based on an application process who are building businesses, building nonprofits, and need the resources to make their vision a reality. We have a very structured process where we also have monthly surveys to these organizations and young people to make sure that where our money is going is actually creating impact. And recently, we've actually done some microloans from the inspiration of Muhammad Yunus. And we've done this through this platform called Kiva, where you can essentially give microloans to entrepreneurs, to people in need. And this really stemmed from actually taking a college class over the summer. It was called the Economics of Emerging Economies. And I really see an opportunity in investing and giving these aspiring entrepreneurs an opportunity. We essentially want to let young people know that finance is not just a tool to create wealth, but also to create change. How much money have you raised through this fund? And can you give me an example of a student-led enterprise that has benefited from it? Definitely. So I'm really excited to announce that we've currently raised almost 60,000 US dollars. And it has been a really long journey, had coming with a lot of, you know, challenges, but also I'm really happy that we've gotten to the place we are. Okay, so one really good example is this girl called Isha. She actually joined the Gen Vision Network about a year ago, and she was a really active contributor. She would always share about problems in her community and like initiatives and ask about different opportunities for her to get involved with Gen Vision. And we actually learned through a call. We were doing a workshop and she was sharing her opinions about how she felt like women often had less opportunities than Uh, the boys in her school. So we essentially worked with her, me and one of my team members, we worked with her to brainstorm ways for her to really break this disparity and make an impact in her school community. And what really started as, uh, she started by launching a club called the Education Empowerment Club, which actually inspired one of our, uh, the names for our funds, but she started this club and now is turning into an initiative in her community. Uh, And she's actually from India. And it's really crazy that we hear from China, from US can get to someone in India and indirectly empower her to make change in her community. So not only have we given a grant to her of a few thousand dollars, but we've also supported her. And I think that's really important to actually offer the support and the experience and different perspectives from GenVision. I can't let you go without understanding a little bit more about how you were able to raise the $60,000. You mentioned different activities online and events. Can you give us more specifics about the time period in which you were able to raise that and what you actually did to do it? In the beginning, we were very grassroots. You know, I never expected to build this online community and have all these people supporting our mission. But initially, I went around in Shanghai and I would pitch to the local nonprofits and held a few events in Shanghai. I 
cold emailed a lot of people. And that really got us off the ground because I was really sharing passionately about, you know, my story in Greece and about how young people need to take more action and how we're trying to inspire that and give these people opportunities. And I think this resonated with a lot of people, especially young people, because um, young people, um, students would come up to me and tell me that they want to get involved and they would tell their parents about it. And it really just became this pretty big thing. And we raised quite a lot of money. I think about a bit more than 10,000 US dollars, which is incredible. Like I didn't, I never even expected to raise that much. That was just beyond my belief. So that really got us off the ground with a website, with our team. And then we started organizing online events, especially in China. We expanded from Shanghai to more broader China. We would use some Chinese social medias to spread awareness. And I think uh, one of our posts actually went viral and it kind of created this ripple effect and a lot of young people were not only joining our network but expanding it by sharing our mission to their networks so by this point we've just raised like much more and long story short here we are today so one of your newest projects is the Gen Vision Global Council, where you invite youth to represent their local communities. Can you tell us what this looks like and how it relates back to Gen Vision's mission? Certainly. So our team is so innovative, so many ideas, and we're currently working on so many research and outreach initiatives. But one thing I realize is that our team is mainly in the U.S., Asia, and Europe, and the thing is, part of our philosophy is ensuring that we're grounded in diverse perspectives. And through our network, so many people from different countries, from different continents, like from Africa, uh, from the Australia, they've shared ideas. And we just really came to this consensus that these people, even though they're not part of our team, should have a voice in what we say, because that's because our mission is really to also understand what issues affect these people's local communities and what matters to them. So I think through this council, kind of having a representative for people to share issues about their regions, what they care about, we can better focus our priorities and ensure that what we're doing is aligned with the voices of youth. And how does the council work? Do you actually have applicants? Yes. So we actually recently posted an application form and spread it across social medias. And after a week, we've gained over 500 applicants who are interested. And I think this really just shows how important it is for young people, like how much they value having a voice and being represented in, you know, just in the decisions that will really impact our future. So. I'm really excited about the future of the council. So ultimately, what do you hope that Gen Vision achieves? What is your vision for Gen Vision, I guess, is what I'm asking. This is a big question. I really just want Gen Vision to be a platform, like a voice for youth. I want young people to be represented in decision making because I think right now in the media, a lot of problems are presented. Our world perception, a lot of us is very negative. And I think that like a lot of us are separated by our political or economic ideologies, but I think that there's something that's really powerful that 
is just inherent in humankind. There are certain things that we just fundamentally agree on. And one of these things is bettering our future and finding ways to better solve the problems that we face on Earth. And I think that this connection breeds collaboration. And I essentially want GenVision to be a voice for youth that represents youth and that can actually bring innovation to solving these problems. What have you learned from some of your peers in GenVision? Being exposed to so many students from different places, I'm curious if they've opened your eyes to new things. Definitely, yeah. So especially going back to the global citizen thing, um, growing up, I've always learned to keep an open mind. You know, I'm always open to hearing new ideas. That was just the way I was raised. So just you know, I've gone on a few calls and talked to a lot of people in our network and just sharing about what they care, just listening to them about what they care about in their communities, certain practices, how they practice sustainability in their lives. And uh, actually, there was one girl called Sandia in our network who shared her uh, vegan lifestyle. And I thought it was really interesting because she was making all these dishes and sharing them in our network. And so many people were interested in learning more about that. I just think it's so inspiring to learn about all these people and their cultural differences, but not just that, more about how they use their cultural differences and how they share their cultural differences. And I think that's what really bonds us as a whole network. Despite all our differences, we've found a way to share them and find connection through similarities across borders. Back to the comment and win for a minute. I'm not going to let you get away without asking you more about it. I was struck by your curiosity in a wide variety of business topics, everything from environmental sustainability to behavioral economics and urban living. So I want you to be our ambassador for a minute, our global youth ambassador. While money is a big part of business, it's not the full story. What would you tell other high school students about the broad scope of business and the importance of learning about global issues and emerging business trends? Right. So, yes, I completely agree. Business is more more than money. It's about value creation, innovation and positive impact. So I feel like by learning about trends in business and just the world in general, we're essentially understanding our future. You know, it's vital to learn about global issues because we can find opportunities in them. And topics like sustainability, behavioral economics are becoming more and more central to business because our world is naturally and inherently interconnected. All right, let's wrap up with our lightning round questions. Please try to answer these quickly. Something about you that would surprise us. That I speak five languages fluently. Wow. Which ones? So Chinese, Greek, English, Spanish, and right now developing Portuguese. Where do you hope to be in 10 years? Probably leading Gen Vision to really materialize my vision. I hope to innovate foster global collaboration, and just really stay true to myself and my values. A startup business on today's market that really intrigues you. It's called Heirloom, and they essentially use limestone to absorb carbon from the air. It's so innovative, and I I love it. A mentor who has guided you well. Uh, So just for context, I'm a director of impact at my school on the Citizen Action Council. And the director of global citizenship at our school is called Miss Grace. And she's really been open to all my ideas and been really supportive and an inspiration to me. What is your favorite emerging business trend? 
This may not come as a surprise, but definitely impact investing, the idea that our investments can generate both financial returns and positive social and environmental outcomes really excites me, along with social entrepreneurship. Your greatest lesson in the past six months? Flexibility. You know, in a world that's always changing, adaptability is key. It's really about turning great challenges into even greater opportunities. Who is the business person you would most like to take to lunch and why? Definitely Bill Drayton. So he's the founder of Ashoka, really coined the term social entrepreneurship. And his belief that, you know, everyone can be a change maker really resonates with me. And I would really be interested in discussing his vision for the future of social innovation. And it would really be enlightening. Christina, I wish you luck with Gen Vision. Thank you for joining us on Future of the Business World. Thank you so much. Discover more opportunities for high school students and educators at globalyouth.wharton.upenn.edu.